People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket, like Juan Geshi. As a journalist, it's huge for me to have Cricket's 5G. Get nationwide 5G on all plans. Smile, you're on Cricket. Real customers pay for their testimonials. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Yes, that sounds fantastic. My mic sounds nice. Check one. My mic sounds nice. Check two. My mic sounds nice. Energy, baby. Are you ready? Cheers, everybody. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Cool Source Show presented by Cricket Wireless. Can I, Can y'all make some noise for me? Oh, I need energy. I need, No, you can do better than that. Y'all make some noise for me. Thank you. My name is Rashawn Ali, and I'm so very excited to be here today to interview some incredible women. So if you have not heard of the Cool Source Show, this is an opportunity for me to interview women and men in black Greek letter organizations and also people who are just enamored of the HBCU culture. I also interview cool people. We have a cool person coming up a little bit later on. But right now, I am joined by Sonia Steeles, who is the commissioner for the MEAC Conference. Can we show her some love right now? Y'all show her some love right now. Sonia Steeles, Miss Steeles, yes, I'm, gonna, I'm going to address you properly. Oh my goodness. Welcome to the show, and you are Thank a you. cool soror of what sorority? Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being Thank here you. today. Thank how you, you for the invitation. How you feeling on this beautiful MEAC Swag Challenge Day? Besides melting, yes. you know, I am, it's great. I'm so excited. Yes. I am really excited. This is one thing I've been looking forward to all summer, so yes. I'm glad I'm here. Absolutely, absolutely. I want to go back to when you were named the commissioner of the MEAC Conference. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your journey and how you even got to that point. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey? Sure. I mean, it's weird because my background, you know, my education is in counseling. Oh, wow. You know, I got my uh, under undergraduate degree from Old Dominion University, got my master's from Hampton, all in, in uh, counseling. And I kind of always say I fell into athletics. And so one of the um, women that I, I um, worked under. She moved to athletics and I wanted to do it. I had fun and I was able to start the athletic academic support program at Hampton University. And then from there on, I worked for um, Dr. Dennis Thomas, who was the former commissioner, was the athletic director at the time. And then when he left to become the commissioner, he told me to come on and, and get paid for what you're worth now. Wow. And so I just like, hey, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm coming. And from then on, I just excelled up the ladder and now I'm the commissioner. Yeah. So what does it feel like for you to know that you have been or are an influence to so many other young women who want to follow in your footsteps? What does that feel like? Do you take that on every day? I, actually, I, I do. I think it was very important, you know, when I got this position is to make opportunities for other women. One of the things in being in the conference office is I was over the professional development workshop, women in athletics. And so providing those opportunities for women to network and, you know, and putting my staff together, it was intentional. I have yes. more women in the office than I do men. So it's very important so that, you know, young females can see themselves yeah. in me. Cause even though I am the first, I will not be the last. You will not be the last. That's Absolutely right. not. What's the day in the life of a commissioner? <laughs> like, all I can see is like, 
You putting out fires or creating solutions. What is it like for you day you to day? You got that I right. I did it right. Yeah, you did exactly <laughs> right. Right. You know, I have eight bosses, you know, of our elite um, eight member institutions. So, you know, just pushing the 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 strategy that we have, you know, we just released our strategic and long range plan and just making sure that we're staying focused, finding g- revenue generation um, opportunities for the conference and the members, because what we want to do is provide opportunities that eliminate line items for our institutions so they can concentrate on other things like improvement on facilities or scholarships and that type of thing. Yeah. So, you know, with so many teams, you know, coming and leaving conferences, how do you make sure that you keep the integrity of the MEAC up and positive? So one of the things is make sure that we have a shared vision, Okay. a shared vision of where we want to go. And that was part of the strategic and long range plan that we've done. And then making sure our, our current members are happy. You know, um, we are strong as an eight member institutions. And um, long as we have that commitment of where we're going to go together, we're be, we'll be fine. Yes. Director of esports is one of the oh, things yes. that's on your resume as well. What does that entail? Because the, esports is really, really, really growing. Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. It's a billion dollar industry. And so one of the things when we started it, it was a part of um, the COVID, you know, okay. and having something, you know, for the students to do. And then it grew into a, a conference initiative um, from the presidents and chancellors. And trying to find uh, more diversity within gaming. And and then for, you know, to understand that it's more than just being behind the game controller. It's about being behind the scenes, you know, making the music and finding, you know, more positive females within the gaming, you know, games itself. And so there's so much that, that we can do. And so I'm really excited to where we've been in a couple of years to where we are, that we've been uh, two seasons of, conference play with Howard University always winning right now. So I'm looking to see what's going on. Yes, yes. Take me back to those days at Old Dominion when you became a member of Delta Sigma Theta. Now, did you choose Delta Sigma Theta or did Delta Sigma Theta choose you? I chose Delta Sigma Theta. Nice. You know, when I was a freshman, you know, my, my first boyfriend, he was a Q. Uh-oh, you know? see, it's something and about so, the Omegas. You know, they, you know them dogs. <laughs> and so, you know, I was around the Deltas and, and I just seen them um, with the community and what they're doing. I was like, I have to, I have to be a part yeah. of that. And I actually was a Sigma Dove. Really? Yes, I was a Sigma Dove, but I knew where I wanted to be was a Delta. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> and I'm sure the things that you were able to learn in undergrad, and obviously oh, yeah. our sororities are lifelong sororities. Absolutely. You're able to carry what you learned then into what you do now. What What are some of those transferable skills that you use now mm-hmm. that you learned back then? So one of the things is what I really, really liked about being in a sorority, and, and even when I was a, a sweetheart, yeah. is that community connection. Yes. And that was very important. So anything that we can do as a conference is giving back. Um, and, you know, when we have our, our basketball tournament in Norfolk, you know, we don't want, you know, the fans to come, but we also want to be able to give back, whether that's through our, our reading program that we have with the um the public school system or whether that's youth clinics and that type of thing. But we really always want to be able to give back to the community. Yeah. So as a commissioner, how can you not have favorites in your conference? Like, how do you keep how do you stay neutral? I am neutral. Okay. Until today. Okay. Today, I'm all about the bison. Yes. The 
what I say today? The real HU, even though I did go to Hampton. You did go to Hampton. You know, but the real HU is today. Yes. About to whoop up on some hornets. Yeah. You know, we're about to do our thing. Right. What what is what is most exciting about these classics? When we bring these two institutions together, what is most exciting for not only you, but this culture? You know, being from an HBCU, it doesn't matter what HBCU you're from. Absolutely. It's a family. It is. It's, it's, it's bringing that HBCU culture. It's always a homecoming. And so it's really, really exciting when you get to this space and everybody has that HBCU pride. Everybody shows it. And it's great that everybody can see that on a national platform, you know, thanks to um, to ESPN. Yes. So I'm really excited. Yes, about yes. What is your personal mantra? What are you, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, this is what I need to say to myself to make sure that I can achieve the goals that I'm trying to achieve today. What is that? What is something that you tell yourself daily? Get up. You know, <laughs> you know I think that's one of the things is, is you know, how to just, Girl, you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's fine. Put on some Lizzo, you know, get that energy. You know, it's all about music. You know, that's the soundtrack to life. Yes. And so just put on that high energy music and just let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, let's do it. And you let's are do doing it. just that. We're so very thankful <laughs> that you are leading the way for not only uh, black women, but women in general, seeing Thank what you. you do. Like, do you know how big it is? Sometimes I don't, you know, when they say commissioner, I'm like, who, do, who, they, well, talking who to? they talking to? Yes. But, you know, but I'm, I'm slowly uh, settling in. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm just so pleased that I'm able to to be a part of this HBCU culture yes. and, and just doing what I need to do to help us all. It's like one big old hug. Yes. One right. big old hug. Before we let you go, I always ask my guests, what is your definition? You know, it's the Cool Sora podcast. Yes. What is your definition of cool? Oh, my gosh. Cool. Look, going with the flow. Yeah. Nothing, nothing's bothering you. Yes. You know, yes. just having a good time. You work hard, but you just, you play even harder. You play even harder. That's right. I love it. <laughs> Can we show some love to Commissioner Sonya Steels? She's the commissioner of the MEAC Conference. Well, good luck to the Bison today. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. We'll have more coming up next on the Cool Source Show, presented by Cricket Wireless. Thank you. People who come to Cricket stay with Cricket, like Juan Geshi. Hey, I'm Juan Geshi from Atlanta, Georgia. As a journalist, I rely on my Cricket service for pretty much everything. I need to edit interviews, check emails, and stay updated on developing stories. It's huge for me to have Cricket's 5G to keep me connected on the go. Get nationwide 5G on all plans, plus a free Cricket Dream 5G when you switch. Smile, you're on Cricket. Real customers pay for their testimonials. Must bring your number to Cricket on a $60 a month plan. First month service charge and tax to its sale. Cricket 5G is not available everywhere. Fees, terms, and other restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. All righty, welcome to the Cool Source Show. Yes, I love it. Presented by Cricket Wireless and the Cool Source Podcast, where we interview men and women in Black Greek letter organizations or people that are just enamored with the HBCU culture. But I always have that cool person that I'd like to invite on the show. And we call it the Cool People segment on the Cool Sore Podcast. And joining me is a WWE superstar. I mean, and she's beautiful and she has a belt. She's gonna tell us all about, please show some love to Bianca Belair. <laughs> Yes. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Feeling good. Feeling great. Just excited to be here today. Yeah, absolutely. Now, tell us how this all started. I mean, first of all, you're a WWE superstar, but you're a multi-sport athlete growing up. How did you even start the WWE <laughs> process? How'd that happen? 
Well, my journey into WWE is a little unique and different. Um, I didn't really grow up watching WWE. Right? I watched it with my brother when we fought over the remote and he won. I, I would watch it with him. But okay. I was into track, into in, into gymnastics like Dominique Dawes and Flojo and Gil Devers were my role models. So okay. I ran track. I did gymnastics. I played basketball. I played every sport in the book. But um, I was a collegiate hurdler. I oh, went wow. to, yeah, my freshman year, I kind of went all over the world. My freshman year, I went to University of South Carolina. Then sophomore year, Sophomore year, I went to Texas A&M. And then I finished off at the University of Tennessee. Okay. Um, but I, I ran hurdles and um, kind of went all over the place with that. And then afterwards, I really missed that competitive atmosphere. I got into CrossFit and powerlifting. And through that, a Hall of Famer named Mark Henry uh -huh. uh, saw a video of me online and was like, hey, you look like a WWE superstar. Uh, have you ever thought about being a WWE superstar? He said, he said, I can get you a tryout, but I can't get them to hire you. And right. it took two tryouts and now I'm here. So I just capitalized on the opportunity. Right. And, and, <laughs> and then doing it as a black woman. How does that feel? Knowing that you're representing um, so many of us who aspire to not only do what you do, but to do things similar in a, in a, in a space like that. I mean, you know, ever since I came into WWE, my one of my main goals was to bring more of the culture into WWE. And yes. I love when there's events like like today where I feel like both of my worlds collide, where it's like my culture and WWE, it's like in it's all in one. And so right. I've always wanted to show up and be just unapologetically me. Every single time you see me in the ring, I call myself the EST of WWE, which yes. means I'm the strongest, the fastest, the roughest, the toughest, the quickest, the greatest, the best. Yes. And I just shine the bright est. And I just want to you know, tell everyone to never dim your light for anyone else. Just be unapologetically you and showing up as you is simply enough. Yes. What is uh, What are your workouts like now? Because <laughs> you went from powerlifting to CrossFit to track and field to hurdling. Like, what are your workouts like as a WWE superstar? Well, everything I've done actually ties into what I do now. Right. Like, I never imagined myself being a WWE superstar. And now I can't imagine myself being anything other than a WWE superstar. And looking back on my life, I see, you know, running track and gymnastics and cheerleading and basketball and powerlifting and CrossFit. It all has molded me into being this WWE superstar. So I'm able to pull from my background. And yeah. I'm able to lift girls up over my head because I, I still power clean and press in the gym. I lift lots of weights. And really? I can turn flips in the ring. Because, What's your max? What's your max? Oh, and what? And what? What, um, what are we talking about? Oh, uh, squat. Oh, so I haven't maxed out in squats since my freshman year in college, but it was like 350. Oh, nice. That was like almost you don't have over to 10 like years ago. <laughs> I'm still young, baby. But I do a lot of, um, I lift a lot of weights. Yeah. I train almost every day as well as being on the road. Um, I love being in the gym. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about this belt. So this is the Raw Women's Championship. I am the Raw Women's Champion. Yes. I <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I defeated Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 38 this past April to become Raw Men's Champion. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Like, you're like, not only are you good, but you're like, the best. <laughs> I mean, I strive to be the absolute best, best like version said. of myself. No, right. it feels amazing to be champion, to know that, um, you know, I'm a role model and I'm kind of, you know, the face of the company. And I always think about how my role models impacted my life yeah. as a kid and, and they are the reason why I am where I, where I am now. So to know that I'm having that impact on other people, yeah. um, it's just an amazing feeling. I take this responsibility very seriously. Very seriously. Of course, we are here celebrating the MEAC Swag Challenge presented by Cricket Wireless. Um, and you actually bought an HBCU band on 
and doing your interests. Why, why did you want to include an HBCU band? What, what, what was that so like for you? I've all like that ever since I got into WWE, that was like my main like goal was to bring an HBCU band out with me. I love um, it. Growing up, it was like nostalgia for me. My high school band actually mimicked an HBCU band. Okay. So that was always like my childhood. I actually lived right around the corner from my high school and I would hear the band practicing yeah. um, every, every night. And so I grew up on that. Uh, so when WrestleMania happened, you know, I'm on the grandest stage of them all. I talk about showing up, being unapologetically me, showing up my full self. And I was like, how else can I show up and bring the culture to, to WrestleMania yeah. on the greatest stage of them all? And it was bringing the HBCU band out with me and, and they showed up and they showed Ow. out. I know that made it you feel amazing. I know that made you feel yeah. so good. It was a vibe. <laughs> yes, yes. You know what? Thinking, speaking of it's a vibe, I saw you jamming to uh, <laughs> I saw you jamming to uh, Two Chains. What's your, you know, your, your setup music when you're about to go out and fight? I mean, and wrestle. <laughs> I'm kind of all over the place. That's cool. Let um, me know. I like, I mean, I'm, I love me some Beyonce. Who don't? That, that, that new album is on Oh, it is it's so good. Um, I'm a big. Comfortable in my skin. Yes. Cozy with yeah. who I am. <laughs> Come on. Okay. I love it. Um, I love um, J. Cole. Okay. Um, but I, I I love Meg. I love Cardi. But I'm, when I work out, yeah. I love working out to gospel music really like Kurt Franklin yeah because I be going through it when I work out so it's like the the those are the songs that get me through it when I'm like struggling on my workout so you need a little Jesus while yeah. you're working out <laughs> I absolutely love it well you've been talking about being such an influence to uh young girls and you have one of your biggest fans here and I want to just bring her to the stage come here baby come here come on you know you got to be ready y'all bring y'all give it I up love her. hi <laughs> I'll give your baby a hug. I know y'all been hugging all day, but I just wanted to show you how you can be just like Bianca one day. Do you love, do you want to, do you want to wrestle one day? Come to the microphone. Yes. You do? What's your name? Lauren. Say it again. Lauren. Nice, nice. So what, so what do you want to say to Bianca and how she's influenced your life? That she's the best in WWE. Yes, that she's the best in WWE. All right, give it up for Lauren. Thank you so much. I wanted Thank to bring you. her up here. She's been hanging on and wanted to, I just wanted to show her some love because she has shown you so much love. <laughs> Does that make you feel so warm and fuzzy inside? Yes, it's my favorite thing. It's just to see all the little girls that, yeah. you know, look up to me. And I just want them to know that that she's an EST too. You know, yes. she's, the, she's the brightest and the smartest and the prettiest. So everybody has a little EST within them. Absolutely. And you have a program, Girl Up. So you, I mean, I have a similar program called Sporty Girls, where I encourage girls to participate in non-traditional sports, swimming, soccer, tennis, yeah. golf, and lacrosse. So it's very similar. Tell us a little bit about your program and your initiatives. Well, you know, I, I played sports all throughout yeah, my life. Yeah. It's, it's the reason why I, why I am here today. And, and um, I always want to encourage girls to get into sports. And not even if you're going to go and be a professional athlete, but women in sports, I mean, it just encourages leadership, uh, discipline. Yes. Um, it just it encourages so much. And it, it, it provides a skill set, skill set in women that they can use inside sports and outside of sports. Yeah. So I'm all for girls uh, participating in sports. Absolutely, absolutely. What do you do on your downtime? I know you're married. <laughs> I mean, and y'all do interviews together. He's in the sport as well. What is that like being married to somebody that does the same thing that you do? I don't think I could do that. Well, I'm on the road okay. more than I am at home. Okay. So I'm blessed to do what I love with the person that I love. Um, I don't think that I could do this if I wasn't with someone that wasn't in this business. Okay. We have, we don't have an off season. Oh, wow. Um, so we're on the road almost 
four or five days a week traveling. Wow. So I'm with him all the time. I love traveling with him. I love working with him. We go through the highs and the lows together. Okay. He's so full of energy and joy. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I need a little break. Right. But uh, no, I, I just, I love, I love working with him and we spend time together inside the ring outside the ring yeah and when i'm not in the ring i sew i make all of my gear you do everything that i wear in the ring i, I sew myself uh i was just sewing last night <laughs> for our paper our uh, premium live event coming up clash at the castle wow. it's going to be uh, in cardiff right so i'm so on my off time did you sew that outfit this one i didn't know oh. uh, <laughs> okay just the things that you wear on stage just the things i wear on yeah and when did ring. you learn how to sew when you were a young girl when or I was a kid, I used to, you know, just sew small things and I used to make my, my track um my track team's uniforms and when I got into CrossFit it was really when I started making my own outfits. Yeah. And I learned through YouTube and just trial and error. Like I don't know the proper way how to do it. I never took a class. It's just trial and error. Yeah. And uh when I went to the SBs last year, I ran out of time of trying to find a dress. So mm -hmm. I was like, Let me try to make a dress. So I I, I made my dress for the SBs. It's just trial and error. So so you saving money around yeah. here. Yeah. But I started maybe six years, six years ago, really like I got my first sewing machine six years ago. Wow. So. Wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fan now you talk about uh being creative. How long does it take to get that braid in your hair? <laughs> Did you go on YouTube to figure that out? It's a task. It's a task. Um it, but it doesn't take me as long as it used to. I'm, right. I've gotten used to it now but I always have a headache. I'll say that. This thing really? Is heavy. <laughs> and you use yeah. it in the ring as a weapon? Yeah, but only, so my number one rule in the ring is do not touch my hair. Oh, I love hey, it. Do not touch my hair. But You're they, giving a black girl precedent out there. But they be trying to touch it and pull it. So that's when I have to pull it out and whip them. Oh, nice. <laughs> I love it. So what's next? So you're on the road, obviously, but what, what's next for you? When can we see you again and how can we continue to support you? We will, uh, well, we have a premium live event. Um, it'll be on Peacock. Okay. It'll be at Carter Wells' Clash of the Castle, September 3rd. Nice. Uh, I'll be in a six-man tag. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be a fun event, but you can see me every Monday on the USA Network. I'm on Monday Night Raw, 8 yes. o'clock, every single Monday. Nice. Fantastic. Can we give it up for this beautiful woman? Thank you. Who is doing fantastic inside the ring and outside the ring. Continue success to you, Bianca. Thank you. All the love to this cool person. Right? Can we show some love again? Thank you all so much for being here. I am Rashawn Ali, and that is my time today. Y'all just stay cool and be cool right here on the Cool Sore Podcast.